I feel the Lord directed this service from beginning. And we're right where God wants us to be right now. We're here for the word of God. That word is going to make a difference. Amen. I feel like preaching right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to take you to one of my favorite passages of Scripture. I go to it quite often. When I need encouragement, when I need help, when I need strength, when I need to know that there's light still shining in a dark world, this is where I go. John chapter 1, verse number 11, verse number 12. And John writing said, He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But, everybody say but. But, that's a, that's a conjunction. That's a bridge. Amen. I'm thankful that God built a bridge. Hallelujah. Oh, uh, yes, he built a bridge. But as many, everybody say as many, as many, as many, as many as received him. And that word receive means literally to take hold of. Not just to accept as our Religious culture has degenerated that word to mean just accept him as Lord, but it means to take hold of him. Amen. But as many as take hold of him, to them, to them, to them, everybody say to them, to me gave he power to become. The sons of God. Ah, even to them that believe on his name. Everybody said amen. amen. I want to talk to you tonight today about the intersection of opportunity. <laughs> amen. Hallelujah. Clap your hands to the Lord and give him praise right now. Hallelujah. Oh, I love you. I praise you. I worship you. Lord, let your word be magnified. Let it be exalted in our minds and spirits. In Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. God bless you. Don't sit still too long. <clears throat> I'm not going to hold you long. Praise God. Sometimes the greatest gifts come to us in the simplest forms. We are not packaged in all of the elaborate details but they just come in the crudest, simplest words. When I read my Bible, I am encouraged by those things that speak to me of the volumes of God's mercy and grace. And I am overwhelmed at the grandeur of his omnipotence. But one of the greatest and most magnificent messages of Scripture is found in our text this morning. And part of that Thought is expressed in two simple words. He came. Amen. Everybody say he came. I don't even know if we can comprehend just what that really means. That he came. God came. 
God robed himself in flesh and became part of my world. The poet said he came from the bosom of the father to the bosom of a woman. He put on humanity that we might put on divinity. He became son of man that we might become sons of God. He came from heaven where the rivers never freeze and winds never blow and frost never chills the air. The flower never fades and no one is ever sick. No undertakers and no graveyards for no one ever dies and no one is ever buried. He was born contrary to the laws of nature. He lived in poverty. He was reared in obscurity. Only once did he cross the boundary of his birth land in childhood. He had no wealth or influence and was neither training nor education. He had neither training nor education. His relatives were inconspicuous and not influential. In infancy, he startled a king. In boyhood, he puzzled the doctors. In manhood, he ruled the course of nature. He walked upon the billows and hushed the sea of the deep. He healed the multitudes without medicine and made no charge for his services. He never wrote a book, yet all of the libraries of the world could not hold the books that had been written about him. He never wrote a song, and yet more have been uh, written, furnished by his life and his purpose. He never founded a college, and yet all the schools together cannot boast of as many students as he has. He never practiced medicine, and yet he healed more broken hearts than doctors have healed broken bodies in all the ages. He never marshaled an army. He never drafted a soldier. He never fired a gun, and yet no leader ever made more volunteers who have under his orders made rebels stack arms or surrender without a shot ever being fired. He is the star of astronomy. He is the rock of Gibraltar. He is the lion and the, the, the lamb of zoology. He is the harmonizer of all discord. He is the healer of all diseases. Great men have come and gone, and yet he lives on. Herod could not kill him. Satan could not hold him. The grave could not keep him. Death could not destroy him. He laid aside his purple robe for a pheasant's gown. He was rich, yet for my sake he became poor. How poor? Ask Mary. Ask the wise men. He slept in another's manger. He cruised the lake in another's boat. He rode on another man's donkey. He was buried in another man's tomb. All failed, but he has never failed. The ever-perfect one. He is the chief among 10,000. And greatest of all, he is my Savior and he is my Redeemer. I am so glad that Jesus came into my world. Hallelujah. Amen. This is one of the profound truths of Scripture. He didn't send a substitute. 
He did not send an envoy. He did not send a committee. He wrapped himself in a fleshly body and came to mankind. The question of all questions is, why would he do such a thing? Why would he leave the regal splendors of heaven and do all that we have talked about this morning? He did it because I needed him to do it. He did it because you needed him to do it. He did it because as much as man tried, he could not right the ship of his life. And as much as he tried, he could not correct the course of his life. Sin had created a vortex that was pulling man further and further away and lower and lower into the depths of the pit. But then he came. My, I'm so glad that he came. Hallelujah. My text assures me that he came for everybody. Listen to what the word says. But as many. Hallelujah. But as many as received him, the door was thrown open to the ages. Anyone could access this door. No one, no nationality has the market cornered. The rich or the famous, those who were connected, those who had political influence. He came for the addict. He came for the loner. He came for the broken. He came for the misfit. He came for the hurting. He came for the needy. He came for me. Hallelujah. Oh, thank God for that revelation that Jesus came for me. Everybody is welcome. Nobody is denied access and no one is turned away. What a privilege. Praise God. What a privilege. We cannot say that about every institution in the world. You cannot go to the United Nations and walk in without having the right connections. You cannot go to the White House this morning and walk in without the right kind of connection. You cannot go to the Congress in Texas and walk in without the right connection. But there is one place that you and I can come any time of the day or night and we can walk in boldly. We can come before the throne of grace to find help in our time of need. I am so thankful this morning that he came and he came for me. Amen. He brings man to the intersection of opportunity. Amen. The intersection of opportunity. The intersection of frustration and fulfillment. The intersection of failure and success. And in that intersection, he gives you and I an option. Amen. I'm thankful that God gives options. It's not set in stone. I was not born a loser. I don't care if I am a multiple failure. I am not a failure. I may have been born in obscurity and I may have a life and a history of failure, but when I come to the throne of God and when I come to the presence of the Lord, God offers me an option. You don't have to stay the way you are. 
You don't have to remain in that frustration. You have an option. There's an intersection that you're at this morning and you can take a turn for the better. Amen. An opportunity. He gives us access to blood that is powerful to cleanse from all sins. Amen. All sins. Everybody say all sins. His blood is sufficient to cover all sins. Name them however you want to name them. Categorize them however you want to categorize them. It doesn't matter. Sin is sin, and God's remedy for that is blood that is sufficient and blood that is powerful enough to cover and forgive and erase and obliterate every failure, every sin, every conceivable thing that man could do. And when I come to this intersection, I have access to that kind of blood. I have access to power power that can get me out of the misery and the mess that I've been living in. I have access to mercy. The world may not feel sorry for me and the world may not give a rip whether I make it or not, but God does. And God said, hey, I want you to come. I want you to receive. I want you to embrace something that can transform your life. And as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Access to grace that is greater than all of our failures. Praise God for that intersection of opportunity. Here's the connecting link between impotence and omnipotence. Between necessity and all sufficiency. All of the power that is needed to contend with fears and doubts and temptations and troubles and problems and pressure can be found at this intersection. And for those who access it, for those who make themselves available for it, there is a door that is open to them that gives them the greatest gift that anybody could give you, and that is the right to become. Amen. I don't have to stay in the state that I am. I don't have to remain in the misery that I am. He gave them power to become the sons of God. The word power that is used in the Greek literally translated means the right or the ability, or the force, or the capacity, or the freedom, or the privilege to do something. He gives me permission to live. He gives me permission to win. He gives me permission to overcome. He gives me permission to get away from my past. He gives me permission to enter into a life of freedom and love and mercy and grace. He gives me freedom and permission to break loose from the old chains that have bound my life. Ah, yes. Hallelujah. He gives us opportunity. Everybody say opportunity. It's the break that you need. 
It's the chance that you sought. It's the opening that you've longed for. It's that window of opportunity. The opportunity to become. The word translated means to begin to be. Amen. To arise, to come into being, to be transformed from a life of failure to one of victory, to become a better man, a better woman. You won't find this power anywhere else. You won't find it in a bottle. You won't find it in pills. You won't find it in a needle. You won't find it in the social club. You won't find it in self-help books. You won't find it on the psychiatrist's couch. You won't find it in all the clubbing you want to do. You won't find it in all the partying you want to go to. You will not find the power that I'm talking about anywhere but in his presence. Because in his presence there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Thank God for the intersection of opportunity. Could I tell somebody here today that God brought you to this service and he brought you to this place so you could see that you do have options. Amen. You do have options. With God, you have opportunity. Praise God. I don't care what's going wrong in your life. I don't care what is wrong this morning. You've come to a place where God has offered you and I an opportunity, the privilege of being released, the permission to win, the permission to become what we know down deep in our heart God made us to be. Amen. You know, it's a great thing to know that people are pulling for you. It's a great thing to know that somebody cares enough about you that they would invest something for your behalf. Praise God. It's one thing for somebody to tell you to get better and then walk away and leave you to get better on your own without any help, without any assistance, without any kind of encouragement. But the Lord doesn't just offer you the opportunity. He gives you the power to do it. He gives you the ability that right now, sitting in this service, you make up your mind, you know what, I'm tired of living this miserable life. I'm tired of being a failure. I, I'm tired of going in this circle. I'm tired of living these same things over and over and over again. I want out of this cycle. And when we make up our mind that that's what we want, God said, here's the opportunity. Here's the intersection. You can keep going that way if you want, but you can make a turn this morning. And if you do, you're going to love the outcome. You're going to like where it takes you. You're going to like what it brings into your life. Amen. The greatest opportunity that a man could ever have is the opportunity to become. Amen. Nobody but you can decide what that's going to be. You know what I've learned about life? I've learned that people are about as happy as they want to be. Amen. At least people around the church, I don't know about people in the world, but people around the church are as happy as they want to be because if you want to be happier, 
you want to be healthier, you want to be more in tune with God, you have that opportunity because God is constantly bringing us to these intersections of opportunity and say, you know what, this is a day. This is the day. You could turn your life around this morning. You could put yourself in a direction that would forever change the future of your family, your life, everything that you desire. If you would just go ahead and reach out and take hold of me. Don't just feel of me. Don't just look at me. But reach out and take hold of me. And say, God, I want all of you. I want all that you have to offer me in my life. You see, what I'm preaching about this morning trumps your birth. Some of us were not born in the best situation. Some of you were born in families that were not kind. Some of you came from backgrounds that you want to forget. Some of us were raised in poverty and lack. Some were raised in an atmosphere of, of abuse or other failures. Some of us, we didn't need anybody to make us bad. We did it all on our own. But I'm going to tell you, this, what I'm preaching about is better than your history. It's an intersection of opportunity where God said, you know what, if you want out... I've got a way. If you want to become better, this is how it happens. This is where it starts. It doesn't come any other place but in the presence of the Lord. He brought a man to a bridge and he said, here is the way. Here is the way out. Here is the way over. Here is the way through if you will take it. Folks, listen to me. We have no reason to be defeated today. We have no reason to be doubtful this morning. We have no reason to be lost. We have no reason to continue on in a life of misery because here today is an intersection of opportunity. The text presents the greatest thing that I'm, I could even comprehend in life and that is that no matter where I am, no matter what I've done, no matter what my past, I can turn today. I can move in a different direction. I can come out of this. I can overcome this. Hallelujah. Oh, God, awaken us to the opportunity that is before us right now. Anybody tired of being tired of being tired of being tired? Anybody sick and tired of being sick and tired? Anybody weary with getting up in the morning and seeing new wrinkles on your face that weren't there the day before and it's not because you're getting older. It's because of all the pressure that's on you. And instead of that smiling face and that joy and that bubbling spirit that used to flow out of you, it's like I've got to get through the day. You're at an intersection this morning, an intersection of opportunity. Amen. I can't make you take it. I can't force you. I can lay hands on you, but I can't drag you. You're going to have to make the turn yourself. You're going to have to say, you know what? God, you paid too high a price for me to go on in the way I'm going. You, you did too much for me 
to, to be where I am right now. You've had too much mercy on my life. You've had too much grace extended to me. You, you've loved me through too many things for me just to sit here and continue to be a miserable person. I'm ready for a change. 2014. It could be the year of all years for somebody in this church service today. Amen. If you don't like the present, you don't like the present you, here is your text for 2014. But as many as received him, to them gave he the ability, the power, the privilege, the opportunity to change. Amen. Praise God. Let's stand together. My text eliminates all of our excuses this morning. There's absolutely no reason why anybody could stay where they are. Amen. Praise God. It eliminates all of your failure, whatever those failures may have been. Jesus said, here's the way. Here's the door. Praise God. Wouldn't you like to start 2014 on the right foot? I know we're a couple of weeks into it, but some of us are still getting our bearings. We're still trying to get all the fog of the old year out and all of that stuff behind us. What a Sunday morning. What, what an opportunity to come to an intersection and realize this is my day. This is my day. This is my door of opportunity. Reach over and take somebody by the hand right now. Feel the Holy Ghost. My God.